Knights HQ, brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training. Highly skilled labour hire and real-world training for engineering, trades and construction. G'day and welcome to the Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training, their highly skilled labour hire and real-world training for engineering trades and construction. Now, you know I love a bit of random fact. Do you know they're the industry's only labour hire provider based here in the region with a registered training organisation on the same premises to provide safety for workers and clients. It's a one-stop shop. We love it. Hey, this week on the pod, we're going a little bit different. Two of my all-time favourite, I will proudly say ex-teammates, but also just great blokes, Mark Hughes and Bill Puden. They're part of the fabric here in Newcastle. They're my special dual guests as we look forward to a review. 20 years since 2001 when the Newcastle Knights grabbed their second premiership and they beat the mighty Parramatta Eels. What a way to celebrate. Knights taking on Parramatta Eels. 20 years, it's old boys day in the middle of the year, it's Christmas come early. Let's let it rip. Take a look behind the curtain as the Knights take things to the next level. Watch the next episode of Level Up exclusively on newcastleknights.com.au. Welcome to Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Well, we're going to break outside the normal again this week. We're going to take a little walk down memory lane. So cast your mind back 20 years ago to that famous victory by the Newcastle Knights over the red-hot Parramatta Eels. Yep, it's been 20 years since the Knights brought home the last premiership. And today, we've got two very special dual hosts, Mark Hughes and Billy Peden joining us. I'll start with you, Mark. Welcome. Thank you, thank you. Great to be here. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great to talk about something very special from 20 years ago. Billy, welcome. Thanks for having me, Frank. Oh, we're excited. Now, boys, before we look back and look forward to this weekend, we've got to have a little look at what's happened in the season so far. Sum it up for us, Yuzi. You're an honest man. As it's been a little bit up and down, how's it been from your lens? Yeah, it's obviously been bumpy, Frankie. It's well documented. I guess as a Knights old boys, you stick solid and, and support the boys as much as you can. But, you know, you got to admit it, we've all but walked away a bit heartbroken at times. But I, I believe in Adam O'Brien and the, and the, the team around, around him. And, um, you know, it showed signs on the weekend. You know, we had a lot of players still not on the field. Manly at full strength. Detroit brothers. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard one to say, oh, let alone spell. I'm glad you got that one. Yeah, the signs on the weekend were great. So we've got to keep that going. Old Boys Day this weekend against Parramatta. They're under strength maybe as well, a little bit with Origin. Yeah, I like that. Billy, who, who do you look at the game these days and think, yep, I like the way he plays within the Knights camp? Well, it's, I've probably made it no secret that I'm a fan of Mitch Barnett. I like his aggression and the way he plays the game. I think that's sort of a bit of a, a throwback to the way uh, things used to be. Um, uh, not that... That it, you know, I don't like the game as it is now, but I, I just love that aggression side of it and the, and the way he plays. So that's good. I think the Safiti boys have been going great. You know, it's um, it's you know, the signs are there. It's just the inconsistencies are the the things that sort of frustrate. You know, everyone obviously it yeah. frustrates the players and the coaches as well. But you know, like Mark said, we're all we got one red red eye and one blue eye, and we'll support the boys to the end of the earth. So you know, we were always proud of them. And just hope they get a few results. Yeah, and speaking of those results, let's talk about beating Manly because we like to go to the juicy stuff. There was underdog status Sunday afternoon, the traditional afternoon we love to play footy in Newcastle. Big crowd, seventeen thousand loyal people still there, and stuff them. We got the silver tails. It was good. It was great, Frankie, and the Mal really. really 
Shield. Mal would have been doing it tough as well because he was really great mates with Bozo Fulton. Yeah. So I'd imagine he's over in England hurting a bit at the moment, Mal. But mm. um, that was a, a really great win, Frankie. So like I said, it was at, back at home. We had a couple of tough weeks away. Um, let's hope we can do it again for Old Boys Day on Sunday. I think the really pleasing thing was the grit that the boys showed. You know, they were put under the pump quite a few times but managed to just find something. And I think... People in Newcastle, that's what they want to see. They just want to see if your backs are against the wall, you do your best. And sometimes it doesn't matter about the result. Yeah. It's, it's more about the process and the fact that you're not giving in and you won't give in, you know. So they were good signs. Absolutely. Great to see big dog Dave Morley presenting the shield. I, I did say to him, I said, well, while we're winding back the clock, can you get the keys back to the cricketer's arms and let us back in there for the night? Did you have the dollar coin ring on? <laughs> you did the big coin. <laughs> yeah, Wouldn't that be good, Yuzi? Oh, go back we to the cricket. Some great times at the cricket is with Dave and yeah. yeah, really celebrating wins and having fun there. It was a yeah, good memories. Yeah. Good, good man, Dave. Can I ask you both about the state of the current game? I mean, we've got to a point of madness for a lot of people's view, the fact that the game is so fast and we've not only sped it up, we've put six again in there, but then we throw in the fact that when in fatigue, head highs are now so Heavily policed. How do you see it, Husey? Frankie, I think the health of our players is the most important thing. And I think what the NRL are trying to do is protect our players. Yep. But have they gone through the right process? Have they mulled this out enough? It seems it just went bang and um, it's shocked everyone. Yeah. But I do see that the health of our players, the players are the ones that are they're the champions of our game and we want them to live a long life after footy with mm. family and all that stuff. So I can see where we're coming from. Yeah, I, I've got to agree with Mark there. I think the, the game, all the, the rules of the game are trying to do the right thing, whether it's come about because of legal ramifications or whatever. I just think it would have been better in the pre-season where coaches had an opportunity to coach their players about how the rules were going to be interpreted and how you go from there. But um, look, I think, yeah, as Mark said, health of our players is paramount, but there's also, it feels like the last five or six years, we just got rules for the sake of getting rules, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the there's going to be ramifications for each rules and the, the game will take a different path because of the way a rule's interpreted. So, you know, I just think we have to be a little bit more mindful of bringing things in, knee-jerk rules like a six again or whatever, you know. Yeah, like you say, uh, Billy, in rugby league, we're always changing the rules. Like, yeah. with soccer, Frankie, do, mm. they, do they change the rules? So it seems like they do everything exactly the same. Does, does, yeah. that, does it happen in English soccer? Do they change all the rules? Or I think it's a good segue to what I'm a bit cranky about because in this era, I think I could have done better. I really struggled to get off the bench in reserve grade like, if you if you didn't have to get hit in the head I would have been a lot braver a whole heap better I think so I think we all would have <laughs> I think you would have been alright Billy I think you, you and I played the, a bit that would have been good the 18th man like you could have yeah. a 25, 30 year career as yeah. an 18th man like, <laughs> well I was always 12th man in cricket yes yeah. Yeah, as yeah, an 18th man you got to take the silver linings here there, there is positives, positives. Uh, there's positives now speaking of positives don't forget to join us for Level Up it features exclusive interviews with the team VIP nights moments that fly on the wall type footage from the field to the locker room it's powerful nights community stories first scoop nights news so head to nightslevelup.com.au subscribe subscribe now and get the episodes dropped into your inbox every fortnight so that's nightslvlup.com.au so boys just to finish out we've done a bit of a review your forecast is that we're coming out of this dark times i think we've got some um do you see opportunity moving forward? I see opportunity. You know, we can get, get Mitchell Pierce, our leader, back. Mm. We get a fit Kalen Ponga back. Confidence grows with them players on the field. It's, it's a fact. So let's get them playing six or eight games on the trot together and watch the confidence build around the team. Yeah, I think you're right, Mark. You know, 
you have a team playing with confidence, the ball seems to bounce your way, you get the 50-50 calls, those games that you're losing by two points, all of a sudden you're winning by four and six, you know, and that momentum games. And, and you know, if you look at the game these days, when a team gains momentum, it's really hard to get it off them. So, you know, we may have got a little bit. Here's another role you play for us, which is pivotal. You're one of our hosts and our ambassadors. Tell me about the corporate rooms. They've been chock-a-block. Yeah, they're full, Frankie. Lots of great, wonderful supporters, sponsors, fans. You know, some of them sponsors, Frankie, were there when I was playing. You know, that's what the club's about, isn't it? So, yeah. you know, they turn up every Sunday with hopes and um, we're all happy up there on Sunday, so that was good. So, yeah, it's good, mate. We're, we're, I've, Billy's the same. We've always appreciated and had a close rapport with all our sponsors and, and you know, it's good that I'm still involved to be able to do that. So you're up in the corporates, but, Bill, you're normally on the hill. Have we, what's happening here? What, what does that happen? I'm generally double parked in the old boys' box. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. love that. Well, that's a yeah. lovely segue because we're going to take a break. On the other side of the break, we'll dive deep into the madness that was 2001 and how the heck going to celebrate it this weekend. It's a big weekend. I think Joey might have organised the itinerary, to be oh. fair. Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Your Newcastle Knights try to be flexible. Check out our three and six game memberships. Knightshub.com.au Welcome back. Well, now it's time to take that walk down memory lane and just remind ourselves, 2001 Parramatta Reels were red hot. They were coached by Brian Smith and they were basically deemed unbeatable. But the underdogs, the Newcastle Knights took them on. They worked their way to the grand final and history tells you it was one hell of a celebration. Before we get to the celebrations, my two co-hosts today in Mark Hughes and Billy Peden, let's talk about that week, the madness that was... We'd had a bit of an entree of it in 97 and 2001. This time you were able to get ready for it a little bit uh, a little bit more and the fans were just as crazy. What's your reflection when you look back on it, Husey? Firstly, Frankie, 2000 preparation started for this 2001 grand final because we pretty much had our foot in the door for the 2000 grand final. Half time, we're leading 18-0 against the Roosters. We were on fire and something crazy happened that last 40 minutes. And we lost and we lost uh, Tony Butterfield, Matty Johns, Peter Shields, Dave, Dave Fairley. Fairley, some mm. real senior players. So there was a real... You know, we felt that was our big chance. But we came in in 2001 with a, a great attitude, some young fellas coming in, and uh, we found ourselves in the grand final, Frankie. And like you say, 97 all over again. The town went crazy. You know, the support. It has to be worth 10 points uh, to be from <laughs> Newcastle in grand final time. What was the week like, Bill, when you look back? Uh, it was crazy, you know. Like you say, it's a, it is a bit of a cliche, I suppose. But um, when you're actually living it, you know, the, the grand final breakfast, uh, going down to Sydney, people line in the streets to see you to go to the grand final breakfast not even to the game you know so just the support in the town and you can just feel the momentum within the community and it just really brings out the best in i think anyone from this area and even outside to to sort of see the community get behind you so strongly it's it's a pretty strong motivation and i think it's a strength it's not a weight you know some people yeah. for some people that sort of things are it's a weight on your shoulders but for for the knights it's more of a, it's a, it's a lifting rather than a than a weight. We love being here, Frank, and you know, we hear stories that I think Parramatta they went out of town for half the week, you know, yep. and went into camp on their own. But we were just walking out our front door feeling great because we had all this support. You go down to get the bread and the milk and you get mm. pats on the back and everyone's excited. Streamers, it's all happening in I think we learned from ninety seven that you've just got to enjoy the ride and, and really run with it and we, we did that. So let me set the set this right or wrong. Back then, uh, Danny Baderas and yourself, were, you'd shop 
if you won, you'd shop on Monday nights at the junction at Coles at about six, and if you didn't, it was midnightish. Uh, I, I imagine in two thousand and one, there was a lot of Monday six pm shopping. Yeah, so Betsy and I lived together back then, and um, it was a bit of a halfway house. The boys would all pop in, and the out of towners would stuff over, and yeah, it was really good little clubhouse for the team. And um, yeah, we had a little running joke that if uh, things were going well, we'd like to shop around five pm and mix in with the masses. But if uh, things weren't quite so good, a nice ten ten thirty pm. Three, three o'clock on the Central Coast. I tell you what, we could have got the uh, what is it now, where you ring up and they deliver to your home. Oh, the home delivery. Yeah, and you just hide under your bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A bit of that going on. Now, yeah. now, speaking of pivotal turning points and Parramatta being seized up, whereas the Knights taking it on board, what a lot of people would believe was the turning point of the week was the grand final breakfast. And a very stiff and sombre and straightforward Parramatta Reels, clinical almost, though. Pretty clear they weren't happy to be there. Whereas you boys roll into town and you're having a great time. Yeah, I, I could probably speak a little bit of this. I was, I was like, fortunate enough to be club captain, so I was up in the press conference and there was a uh, rookie journalist in the, in the back of the uh, press conference <laughs> piped up with a question, to, I think it was to Hagues, as to why, uh, who was going to win the Clive Churchill medal and why would it be Mark Hughes? <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> so oh, I was looking at those lines. Um, <laughs> Set the scene for that, us, Izzy. What happened for us, we were we, we were sitting all in the our tables having a great time and the para boys came in. They had these black skivvies on and black <laughs> jackets. They looked stiff as ironing boards. And I think I remember talking to a couple of their boys or running into them and, oh, we're shitting ourselves. And like, it was just <laughs> <laughs> And we're going, we've like, we, we got this, you know. And uh, we went into the press conference and we're having fun. And I sort of tucked in the back behind the media scrum and, and Billy and, and Hagues and Joey were up the front. And there was questions getting fired everywhere. And yeah. I just thought I'd throw the cat amongst the pigeons and uh, <laughs> ask a couple of questions. And uh, one of the ones I fired up was um, Michael. And uh, Hags looks over, looks through the pack. He couldn't see me. Michael, uh, at the start of the year, uh, there was a bit of conjecture about the captaincy uh, between um, Andrew Johns and Mark Hughes. You went with Andrew Johns. You regret the decision. And he's like, no, I don't. (laughs) And you could tell Parra just – and you look back at that vision – and, and they just didn't understand. They, they just couldn't get out of their own way almost. Yeah, fa- famously, we came out of the grand final breakfast and Ben Kennedy was, was, was obviously up and bubbly and he walked out clapping his hands and said, we've got these blokes. Did he? Yeah. 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 yeah so it was a- and that's how you come out of the blocks. You come out of them hot and fast and it was an amazing lead. You, you blew them off the park, Bill. Yeah, it was, it was just one of those things where everything worked. I think one thing that um, Hagues and uh, Barney Miller did well was um, they didn't change the preparation. We stayed at the same place. We did everything like we did for a normal game. So it kept the pressure off us and we were able to have that fun and, and be ourselves and not be something that we weren't. And I think that's probably, you know, retrospectively it's easy to say, but probably the the Parramatta players probably felt they had to be something that they weren't or yeah. more than what they were. And I think that way of pressure sort of got to them a little bit, whereas it sort of had helped us. Yeah, Frankie. And like you say, we sort of blew them away in that first half. And our our front rowers, you know, like Matt Parsons, young Josh Perry, Clinton O'Brien, Glenn Grief that come off the bench and just really punching them up the middle. Mm. Uh, we didn't drop, we've completed 20 from 20 sets. And what, what was happening then, they would punch him up the middle and then Sean Rudder and Joey, really good, strong, long passes and hitting uh, Billy and BK and Steve Simpson on the edges. Billy come up with two tries. 
on the left edge there. Uh, BK scored one. Simo scored, scored one on the other side. Yeah. So it was um, a byproduct of that really good go forward. And, um, yeah, the one the edge were having a field day. In reality, Stu Simpson probably should have scored another one. We saw a bit of footage this morning, actually, and uh, it looked – Simo got over and, you know, it looks like if it was today, it was a try. Right? So, yeah. You know, that's that's a testament. And Simo also came up with one of probably the best tackles I've ever seen in my life to stop a try yeah. as well. So It was phenomenal. Amazing, yeah. you know. And I think he actually injured his elbow doing that tackle and still played the rest of the game. He's yeah, a very yeah. tough man. One, one of the best. And kept drinking for another four or five days after it. It's, it's, and and let's, let's segue now into what this week's going to be. And... All of these names I'm hearing, I understand a large majority of them will converge on Newcastle this weekend. <laughs> and there is a warning for the Coast Guard to be careful out off the coast because the cyclone's coming. There'll be a low-pressure system coming, that's for sure. Yeah, no, nah, it's going to be a lot of fun, Frankie. You're going to start off with uh, players and support staff and not just the 17 that played, it's the squad. You know, there's 28 players that were all part of it and the, and all the, like, amazing strappers and, and doctors and all these people. So we're going to get together for the first time in 20 years, Yeah, have a nice lunch and um, get to know each other again a bit. You know, we had seen some of these guys. So we're looking forward to that. Then Saturday night we've got the Gala Ball. Now that's going to be a cracking night. Now so, before you go, I'm going to have to take a yeah. break. I'm going to encourage you blokes to do this over the weekend. <laughs> yeah. We're brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training. Highly skilled labour hire, real world training for engineering trades and construction. That's more Billy than me, to be fair, the trades and constructions. Definitely. Maybe not so much. <laughs> None <laughs> of us. We all need Maxwell Recruitment and Training. Let's take a break. On the other side of the break, we'll talk about post-2001 celebrations and this weekend's Old Boys Reunion, this time in the middle of the year, Knights HQ. The only way to find out about the Knights behind the scenes. The Knights HQ podcast is brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training, providers of engineering and construction labour to the hunter for over a decade. Last year alone, they supplied over 210,000 labour hours with zero lost time injuries. They're also the industry's only labour hire provider based in the region with a registered training organisation on the same premises to improve safety for workers and clients. For highly skilled labour hire and real-world training in engineering, trades and construction, check out Maxwell Recruitment and Training. Welcome back to Knights HQ after a short break. I'm encouraging the boys to do the same. Billy Pudin and Mark Hughes joining me. Let's talk about, let's go back to the celebrations for what you can remember from 2001. And I'll start with the famous bus trip home. It took a long time in 97. I think it took a while in 2001 as well. Yeah, look, it, it's probably after 20 years, it was a bit fuzzy. Um, <laughs> I, I do remember shenanigans and, and whatnot. But probably the most vivid thing for me was uh, when we got to... Is it Tudor Street or whatever? Is it yep. turned into coming to the stadium and and just looking across and you could see the old hill where the stand is now was full of people. The place was flooded. It looked like there was a game going on and we, yeah. it yeah. was three in the morning. Three yeah. was it? Th- that's what yeah, time it was. This was the first ever night grand final, so we didn't start till seven or eight o'clock. <laughs> so you know, so then you play and then we're in the sheds for an hour or two after the game, uh, and then these amazing supporters decide you know we're going to wait for our team to come home and. It was special to get to that stadium and do that lap around the stadium and have people, you know, grandparents, little kids, all ages, yeah, all shapes and amazing, sizes. Yeah. Yeah, kids in their pyjamas. Yeah, just, just it, amazing. There were some it, lunatics there as well. You think of any other place in the world almost that says, right, oh, kids, you're allowed to stay up tonight. We're going to wait till about yeah. 3 a.m. in the morning yeah. and these Knights players are going to go in in cars around 
What would have then? Was it then Marathon and McDonald's? What was it then? I, don't I think know. it was Marathon Stadium. Marathon then, Stadium. It, it was like flatbed trucks, I think, we were going yeah, around. Right, yeah, truck. Oh, it was crazy times. Yeah. And then what happens next? Can you recall any of Mad Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday? What? <sighs> I think we generally stay there, didn't we, Bill? We stay there yeah. that, that morning. I think we might, we might have snuck off for a little bit, but yeah, uh, yeah, maybe a little a 40, 40 winks here or there. Yeah, and yeah. then, and then one yeah. thing I do remember when we got back was at the at the southern end of the ground, one, one of the uh, crossbars was bent, so one of the patrons has obviously been climbing up and jumping <laughs> up and down on it. So, so there was uh, there was some there was some fun had by all, and it was uh, all good hearted, but it was um, yeah, it was really enjoyable. Yeah, and it's so enjoyable going to the local pubs and meeting people in the pubs that are still celebrating as well. So it's a real buzz around the town. So you enjoy going around to different pubs, and then of course you got the um, the parade to look forward to a few days later. That always adds a bit of enthusiasm because you start to after a few days get starting a bit, to wane a little yeah, bit yeah. So it's, that really injects because we went to the park uh, yeah. near Nobby's that was packed and, right mm-hmm. oh it was unbelievable was yeah, it oh. thousands of people there and you yeah. know we got to present you know show the trophy yeah. to the crowd and yeah, yeah it was unbelievable yeah Joey did some wonderful um, people surfing crowd surfing in Civic yeah. Park yeah. yeah was there any standout shenanigans from the, the eighth the model at any stage or anyone else uh, that really stands out I don't think there was the crowd surfing no <laughs> Maybe maybe on that first night when we went back in the sheds after the yeah. flatbag truck, there yeah, was a bit maybe of um, there might have been yeah. yeah. But I tell you, there was a song called Newcastle by Daniel Arvinton was yeah. big at the time, yeah, and that was pumping all was the that? time. <laughs> yeah, it was, well, yeah. Did you take you know every celebration tends to have that moment where you take a little bit of time out, whether it's sitting with a Matt Parsons or one of those great fellas. Yeah. Is any stand out for you where you sat and reflected for a minute and went, wow? Because by then you're a dual premiership winners. It's 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 phenomenal times. Yeah, it's, it's it is. As like Billy growing up in Cessnock, me at Curry, mm. like you, you, I don't know if you even dream of that. It's such a big thing. But there we were, and yeah, what you pinch yourself a little bit. You're sitting with your best mates. Mm. You just won a premiership. It means so much to not just that group. It means so much to the whole community. You know, mm. you've changed people's lives in a lot of way. You've made people happier. Yeah, I think there was you know occasions, obviously. Probably over at the Burwood uh, where the old barkeep Barry used to look after us. And, uh, you know, we, you'd, you'd sit around and have a look. Like, there's 17 of your best mates that yeah. you've you've just achieved a, a real life milestone with. So, you know, you obviously, um, you know, you sit back and enjoy a little moment every now and then and, and sort of pinch yourself that it was actually you that it happened to, you know. Speaking of that, you'll be pinching yourself well and truly by the time you get to Monday morning because let's set the scene. You've got a... Um, an organised very formal lunch on Friday that'll be just to warm up I imagine and then Saturday night's a gala dinner an inaugural gala dinner with the Mark Hughes Foundation part of the recipients of the uh, proceeds and then those that are still willing and able have to back up on Sunday for Old Boys Day which we've moved from the traditional spot which was the last home game forward to meet when we play Parramatta 20 year celebration are you up for all of this most importantly I think we're up for it mate yeah we're 20 years older so the Celebration won't be quite as wild, but we're going to enjoy each other's company. More experienced, I would say. More experienced campaigners, and there probably will be the odd fragile person on Monday. <laughs> was was mid strength even available back in 2008? I don't think it was, so that may oh. be my saviour. I think I'm going to go light, actual <laughs> proper light. Well, just be careful, prostates with light. You might be going to the toilet <laughs> a hell of a lot. So, hey, boys, it'll be just so sensational. Is there one standout that you're looking forward to? I mean, you, you catch up with these boys yeah. from time to time, but there's some converging in from around. What are you excited about, Yuzi? Yeah. Oh, look, blokes like Clinton O'Brien was a real character of our yeah. team. Haven't seen him for ages. So looking forward to catching up with 
blokes like that that I haven't seen too much. Yeah, Ben Kennedy's been ben living Gay. out of town lately, yeah. so you know, like Glenn Grief. Glenn Grief. Oh. You know, same. Uh, Paul oh, Marquette, so. we don't see him very yeah, often. Don't you see know. Peppy, mate. He's so. coaching Peppy up around yeah. Raymond Terrace, doing a great job. I can tell you this, uh, Burger Salmon Clint O'Brien. We did catch up with him when we were in uh, the Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah, I heard. He, he, I didn't. I thought he'd been out in the sun all day. He was very <laughs> red. <laughs> yeah, very, very. he often got the glow on. <laughs> the he's RSL still, tan. Yes, the he's still got the RSL tan. Beautiful, but he's excited. Yeah. He's coming off the he's long gym. run up. Yeah, yeah he's pushing off the side screen. Yeah, yeah. Ab- absolutely. Well, boys, congratulations on the win well, way back when, and I uh, look forward to hearing more of the celebrations. Enjoy Old Boys Day. Mark, most important, well, equally importantly, is part of the proceeds from Saturday night go to your amazing foundation, the Mark Hughes Foundation. Yeah, I sure do, Frank. The Knights Old Boys and the Newcastle Knights Club have just been amazing with the Mark Hughes Foundation since we started, and that hasn't changed. And Saturday night will be funds towards the Mark Hughes Foundation, um, which is really good. Absolutely, boys. I'm going to do something that I do each week now with the guests and I'll get you both to do a quick fast five with me and then I'll need a philosophy and health tip off both of you towards the back end. So just the first thing that comes to your head here is good. I'll start with you, Mark. What's your favourite thing to do in Newcastle? The the ocean bars, beaches. Like it. Yeah, down your budgie smugglers. Very nice. <laughs> Bill? Yeah, the beaches, mate. I like to go surfing. I'm terrible at it, but I really enjoy it. That's not true. I hear you go very well. Bordies man or a budgie smuggler man? Bordies, but... Uh Full steamer at the moment. I'm not real good with the cold. Favourite movie? Favourite movie, Frank. Um, I'm just going blank here. Um, why is Rocky coming to my head? Yeah, well, you're a fighter. He's a fighter. It's a good show, so I'm going to say Rocky. <laughs> Which I, one? When he plays the Russian, uh, Drago. Oh, Ooh, I, I think, think Drago. That's Rocky four. I must break that you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I'm going to go Braveheart. Braveheart. Yeah, it fits perfectly for you. Favourite team outside of the NRL? Always fancied a bit of cricket. Probably Frankie. So I'm going to say um, the Australian cricket team. Beautiful. Yeah. Yes, I like that, Bill. Yeah, yeah I'd probably have to, I was a bit of a cricketer when I was a kid, so I like yeah. the Aussie cricket team. Like the time we met Greg Matthews down here at number one sports ground in the sheds after it. Yeah. He, yeah. he was talking, he was uh, keeping his eye on you differently, I think, that <laughs> day. <laughs> <laughs> Favourite yeah. drink, Yuzi? I love, I love a coffee. Do you? Uh, yep, yep. yep. Cappuccino. Um, and, you know, I've always loved a cold beer, so... Yeah. They're my two favourites. Let me guess. Steel City? You, you, yeah, loving, yeah, loving a good Steel City. Yeah, they're hard boys. to get a freebie, I'll tell you that. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah they're my favourite too. Well, they're looking, they're looking after us well. They just We just give them plugs every week and uh, that Mr. Badiris doesn't give us too much of that. Favourite <laughs> drink, Bill? Yeah, Steel City or what is it, the, the Goosey. Oh, you like the Goosey? Bit yeah, of both, mate. Looking after everyone. Nice. I love that. What about a hero growing up? Uh, I had some rugby league heroes, Frankie, early on. I, I was a Parramatta early 80s, so Sturlo and Kent. Kenny, Kenny, I would say when I was a youngster. Did you feel like that that night in 2001 when you beat them? Obviously, you forgot about them at that time. Well, my first ever game against Parra at Parra Stadium and they're yelling that Parra and the, <laughs> the crowd are in here and that, I quickly lost my love for the blue and gold. <laughs> my favourite player or hero growing up, I actually didn't support the team. He played for Manly, but it was Terry Randall. He was uh, oh. just the toughest bloke, you know, so, I, you know, I just uh, I admired that and, uh, yeah. Igor, is that right? Igor, Igor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tough, tough man. Yeah. All right, we're going to wrap up with the health and fitness philosophy brought to you by Balance Collective. Mark, what have we got? Frankie, a, a fitness tip? Yes. Um, I just think uh, consistency. I think too many people 
go hard and then they'll stop for a few weeks. So I'm just saying be consistent with your training. Yeah, Bill? you have to move it or you lose it, mate. At the end of the day, you have to you have to keep active. You know, you stay, you become inactive. It's uh, it's the worst possible thing for your health. So keep moving. Well, I feel very inactive looking at you, Bill. <laughs> he's in fantastic very fettle, fit. isn't he? Yeah, very fit. I reckon we're getting a little short. It'd be a chance of filling in for us, I reckon. Very you very, seventeen. Very Surely brutal. you could play 18th man. Yeah, yeah, no problem at all. 19th <laughs> as long as I don't have to go on. <laughs> Do you know um, the head of football did jump into a, uh, a little session the other day up at the Sunshine Coast, your great mate, did Dan Badiris. Yeah. Well, he's one I actually think could still compete. <laughs> We put him in his natural habitat again. It was like releasing um, birds back into the wild. He was very <laughs> pleased to be out there. So Loosen the tie? Yeah, everything, yeah. yeah. And he didn't put it back on again all week. <laughs> he had the thongs on. There is a chance we'll sign him before June 30 if he keeps up his form at training. So yeah, nice. uh, that's one. They, they, each week we like to drop a bit of a bombshell on the Knights HQ uh, <laughs> podcast. I am only joking. Hey, boys, good news. We're into the back end of the game now. There's only the last five to go to nail it. So we'll take a break on the other side of the break. We might take some of the questions from the fan with my two special guests, Mark Hughes and Bill Puden, on the Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Got a fiver in your back pocket? Use it to buy a red membership now from knightshub.com.au and get a personalised video from our Newcastle Knights star players. You could also win one of two NIB Newcastle Knights home jerseys. knightshub.com.au All right, my special guest today on the Knights HQ, the official podcast of Newcastle Knights, Billy Peden, the two-try hero from 2001 Grand Final victory, and everybody's favourite, Mr Newcastle, Mark Hughes, joining me, having a little bit of fun. We've walked down memory lane. Let's have a little look now at... Well, we'll have a little look at the gala, what that looks like for Saturday night and what you're most looking forward to. I have got a bit of a bombshell that's been leaked out a little bit, but uh, we have got a very famous entertainment actor also going to entertain you, and he will be excited to have a beer as well, no doubt. Yeah, well, great. Well, yeah, he's going to be awesome. Dave Gleeson yeah, is our man. Gleeson. He's coming along. Yeah. He is coming, isn't he? He might be too excited. And, no, he's definitely going to be there. Definitely going to be there. Great. And obviously, 97, he played a role in the, in the parade. The celebrations. Yeah, so he's yeah. always had a close to a lot of Newcastle people's hearts, old Dave. Let's actually celebrate another thing that he was a witness to, because at the time, I'd just bought Stephen Crow's old car. It was it was a huge purchase, about $1,500, and I parked it at the front of the Cricketer's Arms. Was that the Silver Honda? The silver, silver? Yeah, the yeah. Silver Bullet. Oh, yeah, yeah. It don't, didn't start in the wet. It was a good sale by Crowey, <laughs> but it was parked at the front, and the boys were walking back from Civic Park and thought, oh, well... There's Crowey's car. He doesn't want it anymore. He must have left it parked there like it was abandoned. And they jumped on my car and squashed it. And the, the screaming jets were loving it. They thought, this is great. And, and yeah, the I boys, think that might have been a se- sec- certain second rower that yes, ran over the top yeah. of it. He played international football. He, yes. he did pay for it. I actually ended up making money on it. because. <laughs> but yes, that was part of the celebrations. But Gleeson's a genuine Yeah, he's fun. He's a great bloke to be around. We've, we actually, we've run into him a few times over the years at different things, haven't we, Bill? And, yeah. Yeah, champion. So, yeah, it's going to add to a great night already, Frank. You know, you've got all these 2001 players in one room, first time in 20 years. There'll be plenty of stories. Coach Hagen will, 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 will summarise the season. It's just going to be good fun. Jimmy Callanan, um, Rabs. Like a bit. Like yeah. a bit. Excellent. Yeah, it's just going to be free. It will be good. Also, I want to just get a quick lens from you. The Origin teams have been named. You're both mad blues. So uh, how do you like the teams and a little bit of a forecast for us on Origin? Yeah, look, excited about this uh, Origin as, as always, Frankie, with this. And, um, yeah, look, I think New South Wales picked a good team. It's hard to go past the Penrith uh, connections. So I can see why Freddie and the boys are doing that. So, look, they're, they're on fire, the Penrith team. So why not throw... 
five or six of them in there. So yeah, yeah. I, I like the look of the New South Wales team, but uh, those Queenslanders, mate, I don't know. Yeah, we're don't underdogs. Know. I don't know if we can do it, but we'll. we'll... <laughs> <laughs> so bad. No, it's horrible. We're always underdogs, but look, it'll be great. I, I like the the way it's set up. It's probably the best play you can have at the where, end of the where season. Where are they playing? Uh, Townsville. Know? Yeah, oh, right. Townsville. Yeah, just, just in Queensland, just yeah. to make it. Yeah. Over. Just near the how border there. How yeah. can you just be underdogs when well, you've got two games? Well, it's near the other part of Queensland, up around you know, like uh, PNG and Fiji and. <laughs> we're a broad network there. Oh, look, we're, we're underdogs because we don't have the same catchment as New South Wales. Good luck to all of the boys in origin. And uh, Daniel Safiti is flying the flag. And yeah. Kalen will race the clock to see if he can be fit for Queensland. So we're excited about that. Hey, boys, before we end, we've got to do the fan forum. Also, if you'd like to be involved, give us a, a subscribe, give us a review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. If you do have any questions, please send them through to media at newcastlenights.com.au. Boys also love feedback. They're, they're players. They love feedback. So have you got any feedback, do the same. The fan forum question to both of you today is, uh, aside from the grand final, are there any games from 2001 that live well in your memory? Well, I think this typifies how sport can change because the first round we played Parramatta that year, we beat them about 36-6 at Newcastle. Then we went down to Parramatta mid-year, a bit after mid-year, I think it was around origin time, and they beat us 40 now. Um, so there's two lopsided um, score lines. Um, and I guess Parra would have fancied their chances after beating us 40 nil in the grand final. And um, we turned it around. So what, what the message is that you just never know in sport. You never yeah. know. I think I think the night they beat us 40 nil, we might have been missing uh, Bedsy and possibly Maybe the eighth Charlie, I think, yeah. 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 So Two big outs. <laughs> That's yeah. probably something. <laughs> Are we going to get Betsy back from Origin Camp for, for part of this celebration? Surely as part of that yes, camp? Yes, yes, he's going to come Friday afternoon. Oh, good. Yep, good. so he's in. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, boys, that just about wraps us up here. Once again, please jump on and give us your thoughts. We are brought to you thanks to Maxwell Recruitment and Training, bringing you all the episodes of the pod. We'll be back in a fortnight also with Episode 6 of Level Up. It's coming up next week. So we're back in a fortnight. Episode 6 of Level Up is coming to you next week. Check it out. Boys, thank you so much. Oh, before I go, now, this bloke over to my right here, Husey, he's uh, Billy. He's tracked all around the world. He's done all sorts of things for the Mark Hughes Foundation. What's your latest venture you've just signed up for? Yeah, um, there's a there's a group of blokes, and they call themselves the Big Three. They're going to walk from league headquarters in Moore Park to the footy stadium, or Newcastle footy stadium. So it's 150k walk in three days. <laughs> and they wanted <laughs> they wanted someone to do it with them. And uh, I bumped into one of them at the beaches on Sunday night. I was having a few beers after watching the Knights' victory, and uh, he said, uh, "Do you want to do the whole thing?" And I said, "Oh yeah, that'd be great." <laughs> and uh, so, now, so now I've got to walk 150 k's in three days. So the big three: Billy Slater, Cameron Smith, and Cooper Cronk. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? So he, yeah. now Jamie Forbes, a great mate of both of our, all of ours, he's done a lot of this as well. He likes to do it untrained. Was he jumping in somewhere? Yeah, um, I, I'm not sure. I haven't spoken to him about it. I'm sure if I asked him, he would. It's a bit but, too far out. You wait till the day before, and yeah. you'll probably jump in. Yeah. Before I leave it also, beanies for brain yes. cancer this year. How far away are it's we? Come, it's coming up, Freggy. Now, I will say if people want to get behind our beanies this year, you yes. can go to Lowe's right across Australia and get your beanie. Selected IGAs. Um, you got the beanie. Uh, the white one's still about a week or two. It's been held oh. back. Oh, so we've got to hold back for that. So check out the Mark Hughes Foundation website. You can get them online. There's a toddler beanie. Oh, good. So get your beanies ready because it's uh, the Knights play Warriors at home for beanie round in about four weeks. We're, f- we're really excited about that. Mate, could you do all those ad for us? Because that'd be pretty special. <laughs> like, you know, you jumping yeah. up there doing at Lowe's. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, that's yeah, great, mate. Great. We love that what you're doing the foundation. And just going to finish off your health's good. How's yeah, everything's great. Frank feel feel really great. Surrounded by great people. Got people like Billy and that doing so many things for the foundation. It's it's awesome. Good on you, mate. Hey, great to have you in, boys. You're welcome anytime to the night's uh, HQ podcast. We wish you well, and particularly this weekend. We'll give you a call Monday morning, hey, and just see how you're travelling. What do you reckon? <laughs> You might not answer. (laughs) (laughs) Billy Pood and Mark Hughes, our special guest on the Knights HQ, the only way and the best way to get your Knights inside information, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Knights HQ needs you. Rate and review wherever you listen.